Hello, everybody. Welcome to FFK, also known as Fritch's Favorite Kids. We're here with... I'm Tristan Lau. I'm Eric Devora. I'm Enticer Aziz. I'm Alice Donabedian. And today, I guess we're going to be talking about norms. Eric, <laughs> the favors, the honors, sorry, my bad. <laughs> okay, so there are... Norms isn't just one big word. It's actually a word that covers a numerous little things like folkways, mores, and taboos. Um, Enticer, can you please tell us what a folkway is? Well, a folkway, there, there, it's a norm that stems throughout casual interactions. It's in everyday life, and usually these things you can be, you can find them in repetitions or routines of daily life. Um, Alice, can you tell us what mores are? Mores determine what is considered moral and ethic, ethical behavior, and they structure between what is right and what is wrong. And finally, Tristan, my boy, can you tell us what taboos are? Of course, taboos, I'm an expert in that. (laughs) (laughs) Taboos. It is a a prohibition of a certain behavior that is so strict that violating it results in extreme disgust and even expulsion from the group or society. So, in our conversation about norms, we just want to go through... Um, norms around the world. So in America, I know that when you meet someone, you have to, you know, shake their hand. And so... What happens if you don't shake their yeah. hand? Yeah. Yeah, what happens if you don't shake their hand? Uh, it's so a sign of disrespect. See, did they I, see you as, like, a rude person? They're like, this, this person is not, was not raised, like, right, right I, mean, I guess. Shaking a hand is a folk way. And even though it's not legal, people still, like, it, it bothers people, you know? Like, yeah. it's a sign of respect when you shake someone's hand. Actually, them. I've, when I whenever I go to church or like whenever I'm in a, like at a new place where I'm meeting new people, mm-hmm. and I try to shake their hands, especially like the women and stuff. When I try to like shake their hand, maybe I'm not supposed to like shake their hand. Maybe I'm supposed to give them a hug. But when I do it, they like slightly give me their hand for half a second, and then they kind of uh, like oh, they give you the limp hand. Yeah, the limp hand. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, but also, I think when you don't shake someone's hand, or when you do it, but you do it wrong, it shows them, okay, this person doesn't really deserve... <laughs> this person doesn't really deserve all the respect I should give them, or they haven't earned it, and I'm going to think less of them. how you decide that in, like, when you're first meeting So yeah. when you meet someone, and they give you a limp handshake, you already judge them in that second. You think, okay, this person isn't, can't even handle a handshake, giving me a firm handshake. But they probably don't have a What like, about like like me? I'm sixteen, obviously. But uh, it's me trying to shake like older ladies' hands, like seventy year old ladies' hands and they give me a limp hand. Well, I think but, like how you shake a hand is based on who you're shaking hands with. So if you're shaking like a businessman's hand, you wanna make that grip firm, but if you're doing yeah, it don't with you a hold friend. Your arm too? Like that. That's a that's another culture. Yeah. yeah. No. You know what I find interesting? It's how cultures around the world have different norms. You know, like what? Mm-hmm. Like we say in America, people shake their hands, right? In Japan, people bow. In um, let's see, uh, France, people like to oh, kiss their loved ones. France. Yeah, I, I do that. I know in I mean, in like Spain, they give two kisses, one on each cheek. They go, you know, real quick on both cheeks, and that's how they like. It's close and personal. Oh yeah, that's yeah. what I do. Like if I go to 
to see my relatives or whatever, like I kiss them on the cheek. That's not only in France. Both cheeks? Yeah, both cheeks. Oh. But only once. There's like yeah, that just shows how diverse cultures are. From yeah, like our we don't shake norms. each other's hand. That's weird. I yeah, mean. so when I think about norms, I just like to think about our traditions, our customs. But then, like people pointing with their lips in Nicaragua, like that's weird to us. Like we, it's a foreign tradition, so therefore, when we see it, we're thinking that's weird. We judge our our experiences through the lenses of what we deem to be right and wrong or what's normal and what's weird and that's the basic point of norms to see that you have your own way of things but it isn't necessarily the right way and that's why norms vary throughout different countries that's a very interesting notion right there uh, what about what about slurping in what do you Japan? mean like, slurping like like when they eat their noodles and they make a lot of noise like for me if i if i heard that in a restaurant i would freak out like uh, i already hate loud noises like that and I don't know how that's a norm in Japan. Like, I guess it's disrespectful to not, or not disrespectful. It's proper I think, etiquette in Japan. If no, you're that's just about like I think that's just like their way to show their how how much they enjoy the. Food. Yeah, that's I feel how, like that's yeah. that's how um like when somebody if you go to, over to somebody's house and they say oh do you want some food and you like even if you say it like you know oh no thank you and somebody might be like oh, you oh yeah that's feel okay. disrespected but this is different or like when you <laughs> you're just so, like <laughs> or like when you get someone a gift and they're like oh thanks and they don't show enthusiasm behind it that's kind of yeah mean. see like that i hate that <laughs> <laughs> like soup why do you have to eat your soup so, so well? the way i naturally slurp. eat soup is like like let's say top ramen like the noodles mm. uh i'll slurp that and then my dad will get mad he's like what are you doing like <laughs> eat quietly I was like oh, I'm just doing it because that's like the natural sound that comes um, if I'm trying to do it purposely I never do um, doing it quietly takes effort for me and in high contrast Japan they do it all the time they love it it shows respect to the chef who made it for you they put all that time and effort and so now you're slurping it up to enjoy it but just to recap um, we have different customs and you know we have different way of doing things and we all have different habits of how we do it but norms dictate um from society to society what is acceptable and what is weird to do in that society not even like just society more like your family can do that too like i know i get judged for eating for for just eating um pickles like straight out of a jar i don't know i guess my parents don't like that or like the full pickle, I'll just take a bite out of it, Ooh. and I don't know. I guess I'm kind of seen as the weird one in my family. Pickles are good. Do that. They're they, good, <laughs> but like in a burger or something. Now when you just take no, it out of the jar. you see that's that's the I difference. Breaking norms. <laughs> I hate the smell of pickles. But like, how about when more like break into breaking norms? Whenever each of us had to do the breaking norms project earlier in the year. Um. Like, I remember when I had to go eat, like, to ask for a bunch of samples at Baskin Robbins, I felt really uncomfortable. I didn't really feel, because I'm not used to it, you know, because you're not used to it. If you try to do it, it might feel awkward, and I don't know. But why, because you knew I was wrong? Partially, because I knew <laughs> yeah. I was wrong, and because, I don't know, the, the whole video recording stuff and, like, you know, me testing their limits, maybe was kind of offsetting. Because, like, if you were put in that position, you know you would hate it. I yeah. mean... Is breaking norms really wrong though? I mean, like breaking folkways. Is it really wrong? Though? What's a what's a folkway you break? Like, I mean, I. 
<laughs> I mean, it's not wrong in a way where you would get arrested for it. I mean, it depends on how... It's like, neutral. It's just stuff that is improper. It's just like... like it, you get judged for, for, for doing that. <laughs> like, what I, what I do is, like, sometimes down in the lunch lines every day, I just go to the front. I mean, everyone does that. Everyone I don't do yeah. that. But, like, still, I don't do that. <laughs> like, if, if the line is all the way to, like, the oh, vending yeah, machine. I will wait. Like, I don't. I know some of my friends are like, hey, let's go cut. And I just, I'm like, I don't yeah, do that. Yeah, some people are just like, oh, there's, you know, whoever. I cut all the time because I'm trying to get in and out as fast as possible. You see, but you don't respect the people. That's, like, a way of disrespect for all the people who are waiting and, you know, living in that order in society. And you're just breaking that soci- the society's norm the society. to wait in line. <laughs> you're breaking the society. <laughs> but I have like other priorities. No, but you see, but small acts like that, like just cutting in yeah. line, that's the beginning of the and decay think, of a society. I think that when people do cut in line, it's like, oh, he did it, now I'm going to do it. And it just causes a bigger mess than it would have mm-hmm. been if you just waited in line. And just back to and that. And then breaking norms becomes like a normal thing to yeah. do. Yeah, and so once you start breaking norms, then... But then it, it you s- That you is how lo- society functions, chief. All right. I know, but once you start breaking norms, you no longer respect the rules. And once you don't respect the rules, you start going into yeah. more criminal stuff. And that, taboos. That right there is a very far-fetched statement no it's not i i really don't think it is once everyone becomes okay with breaking norms then you go into breaking the law and then from breaking the law you go into anarchy really that's where you that, that i think so I if you mean, if there's no it, 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 i mean yeah i guess if there was no law and order eventually people will take over with their desires and what they want so and that's why norms are so essential to society it allows us to have rules that are non-essential but respected so that we can respect things that do matter, like laws. Wait, so are, are, are laws norms? Laws yeah. are norms. Okay, laws so. are norms, and that's another topic which we can talk about right now, which is mores. <laughs> okay, mores, mores, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What are mores again, uh, Enticer? Uh, well, it's certain actions throughout life that help form morals and behaviors for the people. They use it to learn the differences between right and wrong, and many cultures and societies have their own mores that they follow. The thing with mores is that if you do break these, people will get offended, people will dislike it. But it's not a major thing throughout all the cultures. Only some cultures will see, see you with utter disgust if you break it, while others will be neutral towards you, will not care. Like what? Like, let's say for uh, my religion, uh-huh. being a Muslim, if you eat pork, then that is it's strong you how about eating during ramadan <laughs> yeah, like, not right. fasting when you're right. supposed to <laughs> that okay let me speak let me speak yeah those are mores if you break those only muslim people will take offense to it but like do you, you think people people do you think people judge you though and your religion when you don't adhere to the rules like do you think an outsider or like let's say just an atheist like looks at a muslim and they don't fast during ramadan and it's like you see they don't even care about their own god oh or... isn't there a certain word for in like i forgot i know there's a certain word like karif for it means disbeliever or something like that an apostate you no you mean no. infidel no, 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 there's just heard in a word. I forgot in what language. Never mind. I mean, that was yeah, but like what, what you were saying, I think that it depends on the person, really. Like, uh-huh. let's say 
they have their own certain morals. If they uh-huh. see other people breaking the rules, maybe they'll take offense to it. Maybe if they're just trying to live their own life, follow their own rules, and they see someone else breaking their own morals and rules, they wouldn't care. That's kind of like... It, it goes either way. But also with mores, I think when you have a norm in society, like, I think lying in our society is a norm. So when you ask, um, when you see a baby of your friends, you say, oh, that's a really cute baby. Even if it's not, like honestly, I mean, there's some ugly babies. So, like, <laughs> that's just... I, I say if I see a baby that's ugly, I'm like, who is the who are the parents? I want to see the parents. Really? <laughs> well, okay. How about this? You know, like, so, like what we were talking about earlier in class. You know, like, would your parents be okay if you dated somebody like out of from a different race? Is that considered a mori? Like, I know Alice yeah. said she's not allowed to date anybody who's not a Well, it's not, I'm not allowed. That's just it's like, not that I'm not allowed it's not to. It's just like, it's greatly uh, not preferred. <laughs> I will see, I will be seen as different. Like, we have a word in Armenian. It's called chirios. It's like, um, someone who is Armenian, but doesn't like, Follow isn't really yeah. Armenian? Huh? Like, isn't really Armenian? Like, they're not one. Yeah, like, if I were to date someone who is not Armenian, I would be seen as a Cheerios because they're like, she doesn't want to. Um, Adhere to the rules. Like, she doesn't value yeah. Armenian. She does, yeah, traditions. like, if I were to have sex before marriage, I would be seen as a Cheerios. Or but, if I were not to have a job, if I were not to stay home, <laughs> if I were not to clean the house, I would be seen as a Cheerios because, like, there's certain things that um, traditional Armenians expect for everyone to follow. Mm-hmm. And if I were to bring home, let's say, an African-American and be like, this is my boyfriend, I would probably get kicked out. <laughs> but I would also be like, a lot of people would hear about it because it's just like, you know, people talk, you know? And then I would be seen as someone who wants to rebel against her parents. And then I would be seen as a bad Armenian. Or I wouldn't even be counted as an Armenian. They would just be like, she's American, you know? Yeah, that's the cultural things that it shows. Yeah, but... So just going back to something I said earlier, when we have norms in society like lying and we actively participate in that, when another norm in our society is that telling the truth is good and lying is bad, then, you know, we just have to see the hypocrisy in that and also see how society is so delicate in the way it portrays more. It's like, hey, telling the truth is good. Lying is bad, but when lying is beneficial, you have to do it. And finally, we're going to go on to our last topic, taboos. <coughs> taboos. So yeah, what are taboos again, Tyser? <laughs> the definition of Tristan, that's what taboos is. I'm kidding. Tristan is a taboo? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Taboos are... <coughs> They're considered negative norms. It is the prohibition of certain behaviors. It is so strict uh, that if you break these certain... If you break taboos, you'll be seen with extreme disgust and you'll be thrown out of society. And this is, like, universal. In any any culture, any society, if you perform taboos, (coughs) you are, like, just an outcast of society. It's disgusting. It's terrible. What are the three taboos that... I don't remember them. What are the three taboos that he told um, The three taboos that... Child, tra- yeah. child molestation. Incest and cannibalism. Those were the three that Mr. taught us. Yeah. yeah. So let's That's say, like universal. That's like seen everywhere. Yeah, like everywhere. I have a question. Everywhere. Though. So let's say that you were on the edge of death and it was like four people. 
But the only way you could survive is if you like got in a huddle and like, all right, who's willing to sacrifice their life so the rest can eat? And so you perform cannibalism well, I think, just I think to survive. At that point, it's the first one to fall. Not like you have, not you have to kill them off, but you have to wait until the first one to fall, and then after that, they can like take you. Right. I mean, but if it's if it's in a life or death situation, I don't think that. So are taboos no longer yeah. taboos if? The circumstances are great enough. I mean, there's a, different, there's a difference between someone who enjoys doing it and someone who wants to survive. Based I don't, on I don't know about that. So here's, nice. real, so here's a really tough question. Besides this cannibalism one, where we can like, okay, you know, if you need to survive, you need to survive. Let's say there's only two people left on Earth. Two people, um, and it's a woman who's about to like, you know, reach past her prime, or you know, can no longer have babies. But there's only a 13 year old boy left on Earth. That is extreme. What are you talking it's about? It's an extreme question, but is it acceptable for them to enter into a sexual relationship in order well, that the human that, race I don't, I don't think that's child molestation, too, because no. if the... No, it's still wrong. I know, I, know it's still, I know it's still wrong. I know it's almost, still wrong. Almost. almost. Okay. But you said, like, okay, they're the last two people on Earth. If they want that, like... No, I mean, basically, there's... My thoughts that, on this then their, is... Their grandkids would be, listen, like, impressive. I know, and that's incest. But, guys, guys, guys. So going on that's into that... Guys, just listen to this. There's daughters and their sons. Oh, are they talking about the... No matter what, how I see it is that taboo is a taboo and it should never be done. Cannibalism, even if you're the last people and you're going to die. I'm sorry, don't do it. So even in the greatest circumstances... Yes, even in the greatest circumstances, it's wrong, it's disgusting. Doing 13-year-old, last people on Earth... No, it's wrong. Okay, yeah, go on. Um, So yeah, taboos, we can all agree in every society, they're bad. But something that we have to get into is, like, is murder a taboo? That... No. No? There's one reason why we hear this a lot, murder a taboo. And that's because of religion. People, like, which religion? Was it Christianity? Christianity. It says, thou shalt not kill or something like that. He's going to pull out a Bible. Oh, God. I'm about to pull out my Bible. Besides that, Um, all right, while you have your Bible, they said, thou should not kill. And so universally, people think killing is wrong. You shouldn't do it. But there are circumstances throughout cultures. No, but here's the thing. You're taking it out of context. So I know that. How about self-defense? Yeah, exactly. I was going to say. So you're you're going to allow someone to kill you just because it's wrong to kill someone? So here's the thing. And... (coughs) In Exodus chapter 20, verse 13, it says, You shall not murder. This is one of the Ten Commandments that God gave Moses to give the people of Israel. Um, murder in this sense was being used in a certain way, whereas in, you do not lie in wait for someone you hate just to kill them because yeah. you hate them. I've heard, I've heard about that. Um, because in the Bible, there is multiple times where people have gone to war. So that's a time when killing and not murder, but killing is acceptable you go to war and you kill people it's just a fact of war but you do not wait for someone because you hate them and then kill them that is unbiblical and that is what ungodly. Is, what if you're in a war between someone else that that's the thing okay look so universally mores i mean taboo Taboos. it's not murder is not a taboo more uh taboo what is it i would say <laughs> murder is considered a more and the thing is, there are certain situations that apply to show that murder is a more, not taboo. So I think killing is, is acceptable in different circumstances. But I think murder is a taboo 
And the murder I'm talking about... What's the difference about, between murder and killing? So I think there's a difference between killing and murder. Like, so killing is going to war, killing someone in self-defense of you, yourself, and your country. Justified homicide. It's justified, yeah. You can justify that killing. It was in the For protection murder, of many. murder. Like, For I murdered murder. him because he tried to murder me. No, no, Okay, no. that's just an act that's, of self-defense. Yeah, that's still but that's self-defense. why. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. With I, laws, that it applies to show that it is self-defense if you hurt someone or kill someone if they were trying to kill you. That's I think like murder a definition. is just the, you initiating an act of hate. So I hate someone, therefore I'm going to kill them and then Wouldn't that be a hate crime? It's a type of hate crime, I think so. I, I guess it could look like that. But the overall definition is that murder is a more and that, I, um, yeah, it is. You say that it's, it's wrong and everything, but in definition, murder is a more and it we're using it as a broad term, not specific. Not specifics, but yeah, yeah, killing. Killing is not killing. Of... Yeah, because there are certain things that apply, like self-defense, war, defense, country stuff like that, and that is why we cannot consider murder a taboo, even though many people in this world, uh, because of religion and other such factors, they show they believe that murder <laughs> is a is a taboo. <laughs> Right, but just to end this, guys, um, I just want to ask one final question. So we know that norms come from our so- our society, mm-hmm. um, but taboos are universal, and I think that's really interesting. And so with that, we all well, have that. Some taboos are universal. No, the three. Well, the three. No, 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 all taboos are universal. Yeah, so like incest, cannibalism, and child molestation. No. Those aren't the only taboos there are. I mean, well, those, those are, are the ones we're using. Yeah, those, those are. But let me. Just yeah, but finish. he said that those three are universal. That's why. Yeah, yeah they are. That's why. And yeah, so, but I'm saying that there's some that are, are not. Universal. We're not gonna. Okay, we're yeah. not gonna look into that right now. But and no, uh, if if it's not universal, then it doesn't apply as a taboo. Because if cul- some cultures. It's a taboo in that culture. Yeah, but in other yeah, cultures, it's, it's not. But we're talking so about that's why we're, 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 we're just talking focusing on the three main universal. Anyways. For taboos that are universal, it's just really interesting to me that we all have that sense where it's wrong. It's the law of our conscience saying that, you know what, Um, stuff like incest, yeah, don't do that. That's bad. Stuff like eating other people, that's bad. Um, And with that, (laughs) I just have to ask, like, where does our morality come from? Where does right and wrong come from if it's not from just society? Why do we share those values? There are, well, morality... It comes from multiple things throughout our lives, our aspects, and mm-hmm. this is what norms in general is. It creates our morality within us, like religion, like the norms we do, our daily interactions, mm-hmm. the laws that apply to us, our religious laws. All those factors put together build who we are, and it helps us decide what is wrong, what is right in our own eyes, even though many people follow a certain set of rules a guide but it creates a personal uh, morality within us well i think morality comes not only from society but i think it's dictated by god so i think murder is an absolute truth that that is wrong murder is wrong um stuff like adultery that's wrong stuff like lying that's also wrong so i think morality there's in the way that nature has certain sets of rules like in physics I think morality has laws too, where it's saying stuff like lying, murder, stealing, those things are wrong. Definitely, absolutely, it's not uh, an option of 
what you feel or what you prefer or what you determine is good and wrong for yourself. I think there's an ultimate standard and that we all have to meet. Um, I think it's just how you're brought up because if you're not brought up with a good family structure, then you don't know what right or wrong is because you're pretty much left on your own. If your parents don't care about you, they don't want to see you succeed they don't want to form you into a good person or what um, a person with morals should be like then of course you're not going to know what the difference is between right or wrong and that's why a lot of people do um uh like do do incest and all those other taboos <laughs> how do you say it? do taboo no do, do commit do there you go okay i couldn't think of the word that All sounds right. like a structural functionalist view right there. So, um, I would like to end it by saying, yeah, I agree with Enticer. Like, yeah, I agree with both of your points, but I identify more with Enticer's being it's in it's in a combination of everything in your life, not like everything that you've experienced, everything you know, like your childhood, the way you were brought up, the standards that people have on you. But the way Enticer, you know, he described it, I think that was the best way. You know, like he could have done it and i don't think i could have described it any better that's why i'm agreeing with him i'm adding on to what he's saying but Everyone's different. yeah everyone's different obviously in different places everything everyone is brought up differently and everybody's combination of like their aspects of their life is different norms yeah norms exactly norms. so yeah guys that's just really interesting um just to recap there's different norms all around the world and yeah and the Fritch's Kids signing off. It's Fritch's FFK, Fritch's okay. Favorite Kids. All right, then. Tristan, but not his the kids. least favorite. I'm All right, guys. Uh, give us an A. Plus. Bye. See ya. <laughs> oh, mama, I'm in fear for my life from the long arm of the law. Lawman is putting in to my running and I'm so far from my home. Oh mama, I can hear you a crying, you're so scared and alone.